Hey, Catalyst crew. Welcome to Catalyst Corner, episode 71. It's Sunday, so we've got Partially Proficient on here with us. And uh, yeah, let's get into it. How you doing, Paul? Look, you know, life's been uh, life's been interesting recently. Had a had a lot of uh, unique events go on. I can't get too too deep into details. Mm, you know, mm, uh, I do know. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know that cartoon. I could I could handle uh, some of the stuff that you've had going yeah, on. Well, whatever. Shit happens. Hey, it is what it is. Yeah, you know, I keep it. Uh, Whatever. Do you, do you keep it? Uh, do you keep it a hundred? <laughs> yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> um. So, but yeah, no. Uh, but you know what I've been up to. Recently. I do. I do. You've been hanging out with me. Yeah, at, uh, we uh we got to spend the weekend together. Actually. Yeah. Yeah. Romantically. Yeah. Of course. Of course. It was an entanglement. <laughs> I like to call it. Um. No. So obviously the the Granite State Comic Con was this past weekend, and. You know, what's kind of funny before we kind of get into that whole right. segment is that at Catalyst, we make we make everything. There's no outsourcing, right. you know, like obviously I'm not stitching the shirts together, but like sure, sure. we do the designs, we, we print them, we press them, you know, we, we laser etch the coasters, we cut the stickers, like the whole, you know, we do the art prints all in house. Right. There's no yeah. outsourcing of anything. And all us all the time. Yeah. And what was kind of funny is I underestimated how how easy it is to turn making T-shirts into a sweatshop. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I've been accusing you of a sweatshop. Yeah, I started for a long time. Like, like the first ten, I was okay. Yeah, but like by by the fiftieth one, I was in my underwear. Like, I'm just like sweating. Just fucking yeah. Oh yeah, like running I, you know, around the basement. Yeah, there's just like random people I don't yeah, know gambling like in the corner. I'm smoke. I'm chain smoking cigarettes. Like it was crazy. Good. The foreman, like any time we're slowing down, opens the door and is like, "Let's go." Yeah, I'll take your eye. He's got to take one of your eyes. Yeah, I, I need him to. Yeah, see. you got to move. Then you got to get the shirt. But yeah, going. no, no. So we had the uh, we had the Granite State Con this weekend. It was yeah, a three was a day, lot of three fun. day con. Yeah, it was a great time. I mean, just it's really it's really awesome to see the cosplay. Yeah, you know? yeah, I really love like, seeing all the different. There stuff were some incredible costumes. We saw some. Uh, Scorpion, some Sub Zero, MK. Yeah. yeah, I saw a Scarlet. I thought that was really cool. Quite a bit of the Demon Slayer. Uh, yeah, a ton too. of Demon cool. Slayer. Yep, which is awesome. I like a Tanjiro. Come on. We had uh, the Five O First, and there was also the uh, Ghostbuster group that was there. Yeah, those guys do a great job. Yeah. Really know? cool stuff. Some of those the guys are like are really tall ridiculous. too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Yeah, there's a lot of big, like, <laughs> huge inti- people there. A little bit intimidating. But. <laughs> but no, I mean, and you know what You know what the best part is, though, why I love doing cons so much, is we yep. get to meet you guys. And, like, it's so awesome to be able to just talk pop culture with you. And, right, you know, seriously. And, and, and for me personally, and I know for you as well, like, people seem to really dig the art. Yeah, and when you do. guys it's show cool. us appreciation like that, really is all the motivation, you know. Yeah, it, like I'll level with the, like all of you right now is like Evan's losing his mind. 
It's gone. Yeah. It's already gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He spends his whole time on all this. Yeah. So, you know, doing the cons, you know, people coming up, get enthusiastic about the art, you know, it helps. Helps bring him back. Well, I, So I, that I can drive him again. I'll t- I'm the one. I'll take his fucking eyes. I think it's what's me. kind of uh, what's kind of tricky so is keep him a lot of times with the internet, you know, yeah, it's not as personable, you know. Right. We, sure. we, we get a ton of nice reviews on Etsy and everything, but mm-hmm. um, you know, to actually have like to have a little kid run up and see something we've done and get excited about it is right, incredible. Right. They're like pointing at a sticker that they yeah, think is and they're awesome. just like, they oh, that's so rad. Right. That's super cool because it's authentic. It's genuine. You see the excitement on someone else's face. Right. Over something you had a part in creating, and that's awesome. And it absolutely refreshes it, you know? Right, right. It makes it easier to keep going. Yeah, I know Stephanie, who does the QA over at NetherRealm Studios, was talking about this as well, because she was like, we've been working on this game for five years. Right. And it's every day, so it starts to become just, like, regular. But then when we bring it to the fans and get to see them interact with it, it it brings all new life to the to, right, for us as it's well. Fresh and it's right. cool, and like you finally see the fruits of what you've created in real time. Yeah, you know, awesome. So yeah, the cons are so fun. Yeah, so we got a bunch more coming up this year. We're gonna hit up. Um, oh yeah, we're going full. Yeah, yeah. So just you know, on it. and it was all, Peter Laird showed up. Yeah, crazy. I mean, one of the co-creators of TMNT. Yeah, the line to see him was. Hours yeah. long. Oh, it was crazy. Hey, all the power to the people of dedication to stand in that. I looked at the side of one dude's face who was in front of our booth in line for like an hour and a half. That's very true. How about that little dog? There was a little bulldog that's yeah, waiting a in French line. Bulldog. Very cute. Yeah. Um, well behaved. Want to give a very shout cool. out to uh, your childhood is trash's podcast. So we met we met Mike Mike and Nick over there, and they got a podcast called. Uh, your childhood was trash, uh, where they cover kind of pop culture and talk about, you know, if you were left out of a certain, yeah, say, D&D or Batman or, right. or something, your childhood was trash. So uh, we hope to be, you know. I'm speaking with them some more. For Very sure. cool. But just wanted to, you cool know, guys. it was really nice meeting them. Um, so you've had some time with uh, Starfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's so. it's it's been tricky for me. I've had a little trouble getting into it. I was gonna say gaming in general was difficult for me. I mean, obviously this whole weekend I've been doing the calm with you. Oh yeah, you're telling me Mortal Kombat dropped on Thursday. I haven't been able to touch it. I also I haven't even I turned it on. I know. It's driving me insane. Yeah, we'll talk about both games. It's like an unwrapped present. <laughs> yeah, just sitting there like you're a kid. You still have to, like, go through the rest of Christmas. Yeah, that's brutal. But you keep eyeballing the one thing you want. Yep. Yeah, that's um, all that's happening to me. So so um, I've probably played about maybe an hour and a half of Starfield. Okay. I'm having trouble. Uh, it hasn't grabbed me, I guess. It's not a bad game. It just hasn't grabbed me. I felt the same way about it when I was picking it up. I'll say if you go through the first, uh, like, full Constellation mission you're supposed to do. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah, I think I just joined, like, I think I just joined Constellation was was where I kind of left off. They end up basically introducing most of the mechanics of the game to you, and at that point you can just kind of go off. They take the training wheels off and it becomes Skyrim in space. Right. 
Okay. Now, there's there's stuff about the game I'm not a big fan of. The travel in it is mostly just fast traveling with a lot of loading screens, which that, is disappointing. I got to be honest. We are we're spoiled because yeah. I. Don't I don't care for loading screens anymore? Yeah, I know. Because most of the next gen games don't have them, or yeah. they're disguised, right? Yeah, as something else right. hidden in plain sight. Right, but and less so for this, it's, it's just a black loading screen with a little. Yeah, it's bad. It's horrible. Like just have an it's animation jarring. of the ship or something, and let me move around the captain's bay. Anything, yeah, anything. So. It's a little strange. There's definitely stuff you have to get past. Uh, the game has hooked me. It's got you. Yeah. Okay. So I did all that. I got past the whole intro. And then I just started running off and doing my own thing. And I'm enjoying it a lot. Cool. Yeah, I'm picking up all sorts of little random story threads, following those as far as they go. Yeah. It is very Skyrim in that sense. Uh, one mechanic that I think carries the game is the ship combat and uh, boarding enemy ships. It's yeah, just, that's a cool feature. That's so cool to me. You disable, like, some enemy Yeah, you get like, to be Han Solo. cruiser like, ship. How you could you not want to do that? You go in, I pull out my, like, little knife and, uh, like, my close quarters weapons and clear an enemy ship, and does then it, I just steal it. Does it feel like a... Um, it feels fantastic. Does it feel like a next-gen game, though? Because to hmm. me, it like, honestly... Even that's a good even taking question. the loading out of it, and I know they upgraded okay. to Creative too. It doesn't feel like a next gen game. the The shooting is clean, right? But overall, plays nice. Overall, if you told me that was on, what what is a next gen game though, in your opinion, outside of appearances? So I would say probably anything with fast loading. Okay. Right or no loading. Is sure. really a that's a big one for me, and then like because it's all got to be performance, gameplay, and looks, right? Are your three primary categories? Sure. So it's got to be sixty frames, which it doesn't have. Okay. It has to have little to no loading. So like there there are a couple of like I, I'd call those both performance things. Sure, it's more performance because the graphics are the graphics at sure. the end of the day. I think the gameplay. And the graphics are next level, or next gen level, okay. I should say. Okay. But I, I agree with you. The performance is what's failing the game. Yeah. And it... I mean, in Ratchet I'll, and Clank... I'll play a bit of a devil's advocate for this. Cause yeah. I don't think the game should have shipped this way. I think they should have continued to work on it and hopefully have gotten rid of the loading screen. <laughs> yeah, but you know what the but, problem is? Mm-hmm. They have to start working on Elder Scrolls, and they will. They, and, well, they they are now, but they if you're still working on Skyrim, your A team can't work on Elder Scrolls, and you can't you have to ship it before the next generation of consoles. Yeah, so here's the thing: they're gonna let fans fix it, but that's, that's what the they Bethesda do with every way. game, yeah, right? Yes, exactly, right. But it, but that's the thing what is, makes it a Bethesda game to an the, extent. The thing is, and I'm a little softer on it because it was on Game Pass. Right. But if I spent $70 for this game... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd be mad. I would be furious. Yeah, I also am playing on Games Pass, so it's free for me, so that definitely softens the blow of, like, the performance issues. But 
I'm going to re-download it on computer once the mod scene gets really up and going. And as soon as there's like a no-loading mod or, you know, a handful of like performance upgrades, I think that's like a really, really strong game. I think the, 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 the things that I'm going to need it to do to really get me to, to play it through yeah. are no-loading, Yep, being able to travel to destinations in your ship a la right. No Man's Sky. Yep. And they need to do something better with the uh, world generators. Like, instead of just being these barren yeah. planets, I need I some life know. in them. There, there's definitely going to be stuff that's put in by the community for oh, all I those think, things. Oh, I think the community can I mean, fix all at, of those things. Yeah, look at what Skyrim can be today. Oh, if it's, you look at it's the, crazy. Right, right, what the community's put out for it. All that's going to come to this as well. Right. It's just that. And that's I think kinda... this is going to be the space game, your the sci-fi game for the next 10 years. For after sure. After all that but comes I, through. You know what it is, is I just think the, like, I, I see a lot of the YouTubers and, and, and game critics that are kind of around my age and stuff. And we're, right. we're, we're basically kids when Skyrim came out and stuff, you know, sure. and they almost feel disappointed because they thought they were getting another Skyrim. And, and to me... And we've covered this before. Skyrim was incredibly revolutionary for what it was. A lot of kids had never played the other Elder Scroll games. This was their first dive into like a real living open world okay, game. Yep. And I thought they were going to, I think they thought they were going to get that same kind of feeling out of Starfield. And it's impossible. Like a same leap forward in technology. It's impossible. Yeah. I, it definitely isn't that, but I will say. There's a lot about it that I enjoy more than Skyrim. Well, yeah, Skyrim's old. Yeah. No, I, I will say it's got the cleanest gunplay Bethesda's ever done. I think a lot of the underlying systems in the game are really fun. I think the lock picking or security in this is decent. Um, mini game for persuasion is pretty fun. I like how they have automatic successes that you can get for both tasks. Yeah. It's a fun game. It needs a little bit more polish. Bethesda's not going to be the ones to do it. No. I think that's just sort of on brand. And if you knew what to expect, I think this is just a problem with expectations. People should have looked at Bethesda, looked at their track record, yeah, look it, how they handled their But it happened with Cyberpunk, too. What ends up happening is the hype train becomes this, this beast you know what I mean? Right. Because like sure. when Cyberpunk came, like when when it all started to get right. come to fruition, right? I was on Witcher at the beginning. I was on right. Witcher 3 when it came out. Right. I know what it looked like when it came out. It looked like Cyberpunk. It needed so much work. Right. And CD Projekt Red let it cook for another year. Now right. CD Projekt Red fixes their own shit. Right. But- but it's very akin to what happens with Bethesda, except it's community-driven. To be fair, I mean, I would say in CD Projekt Red's cases, the bugs that they usually have are more game-breaking. Yeah. They're usually much more egregious. With your typical Bethesda game, now, you you will get game-breaking bugs in Bethesda games and exploits and all sorts of that, all, all the typical nonsense. But I think in general... The things that you need the community to fix are much smaller. Well, it's my own personal opinion. Yeah. I'm enjoying it. Yeah. 
you know. Yeah. I, it's going to be one I'm going to let cook for a while. Yeah. I and see. then once it's done cooking, hopefully I'll get Mortal Kombat out of my system. Get past the intro to the, to the game and... And then I can drop... Yeah, I can dive back in. Speaking of MK... Oh, God, yeah. it's pissing me off that I haven't played it. So I got to... Uh, this morning was the first time I got to dive in. Okay. And I played a couple hours now. Right, right, right. And the gameplay is great. Very tight. Which awesome. is what you expect from Netherrealm. Yeah, it um, is. The story mode is just... You know, it's okay. It seems... Here's what it seems like to me. Okay. It seems like... They got halfway through an Injustice game. They got a, they got a half-cooked Injustice 3, and okay. then the parent company said, fuck you, make Mortal Kombat. Yeah, we want a Mortal Kombat game. Right, right. We're, we got a movie coming out. The DCEU is failing. Make mm-hmm. a Mortal Kombat game. And so they, in panic mode, had... And again, just took the bones of what they had. Right. And that's not to shit on this game because I, st- if that's the case, it makes it even more impressive. What they managed. Because of yeah. how clean it is, right? Okay. There are some bugs. There are some issues with the sound. Really? Yeah. Like I'll be doing a fight and it'll cut out. Okay. And they're aware of it. They're working on a fix. The invasion mode is a bit grindy. Okay. You know, I, I like it in concept. You know, I think it's very cool that every six weeks there's a new big bad that that comes in and there are all these cool different skins for your characters. And, you know, that to me is really cool. I like that you only have to do one fight. So it's not a full match. It's not best out of three. It's one fight. It's one round. Right. One round. Move on. Good. Except for the bosses. The bosses are, you know. A full fight. Yeah. Or even three sometimes. Right. You know, so that. I'm okay with that. I don't like that every fucking, you know, fight, the car- the the enemies have super armor. Oh. Oh, yeah. There there will be things you don't like. Okay. In it. Yeah, that sounds frustrating. But I will say, overall, it hasn't felt like a... It feels like a grind, but it doesn't feel like a slog. Good. So it's... So it's... Oh, I'm still okay with it. Right, 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 right. You know it's what I mean? super abusive. What, my notes on it, though, is I think the environments are pretty, so okay. I don't like the... I don't understand why it's isometric. It should be much closer. You should be able to just go in a third-person view and be able to see the environments. Okay. You can zoom in a little bit, but I want to, like, look at what you guys did, and you can't really do that. So, to me, that's a that's kind of a misstep. Right. Um. What's very strange, so I know we've talked about the combat packs and everything, right? Mm-hmm. And obviously the first one has Ermac and Quan Chi. Badass. Yeah, uh, like, come on. But <laughs> I'm playing through the story, right? And I, don't, okay. I won't give you any spoilers or anything, but it it feels like they were not supposed to be DLC. They oh. were supposed to just be characters. Yeah, they're supposed to be in the roster and I just mean, didn't make time frame. It, it, they're in the story mode, right? Okay. There there are fights in the story mode against them. Oh, you fight them. Yes. So like their move their moves and everything are And here's the thing, or, right? Like they're in game character malls. Everything's all Everything. there. Everything's done. Here here's the well, thing. Here's the thing that's crazy. In Mortal Kombat 11, Mm-hmm. They had Sector and Cyrax, right? They had a move right. set you fought against them. Right. It pissed everyone were, off because they, they were, were never there. They were never DLC. 
There right. was never any intention to go further with that, right? Right. But with Ermac and Quan Chi, the fact that you've announced them as DLC and then we're sitting here going like, I'm like, so they're going to come out tomorrow tomorrow or what? Right, right. When like, are we, yeah. Like you're not going to stretch, you this, out, immediately, you're stretch right? this out for six months? Like, That's insane. Right. They belo- They should have been in the game. So that, I don't, they must have ran out of time. That That's right, the only right. thing I can think of. Um, right, right. They don't right. feel like DLC characters, I guess is what I'm they trying to say. They feel like they're roster characters who are cut. And now they're just adding them back in, saying, "All right." Well, Especially because they're so like it. they're so they're in the story. Like it's not right. like like Sector and Cyrax were in it for a minute, but like they're part of the story. Interesting. So, and then the other note I'll give you is just that. Well, going off the other DLC characters again, I think it supports what you're saying before about this looking like an injustice game. Yeah. Was it three out of the six are superheroes? Basically, are superheroes? Yeah, you have like, was it Peacemaker, um, Omni Man, and Homelander? Homelander, yep. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Yeah. So I mean, it I don't know. Definitely it, it, looks like this wasn't what if, they were intending. If that's to the make. case, that's kind of tragic. Yeah, it's a shame. Because I like, shame. I'll be honest, I like the Injustice games too. They're good. Sure. Right. Um, one thing that I that they they've they did this in the last game too, and I I think it needs to stop. Okay, is getting guests like celebrity. Yeah, to do characters. Megan Fox, it, she's a beautiful woman. She's okay. a, she's a good actress. She sucks at doing voice. I acting. heard her voice. The voice for Natara is not great. If I if if they paid her money. Which you know they did. Yeah, she was paid to do this. I would be furious because it's that bad. It's huh? awful. It is. It it takes you out of the. She's a wow. vampire woman. She doesn't feel like a vampire woman anytime she opens her mouth. Interesting. It's terrible. Okay. It's it's. I thought that Sonya as Ronda Rousey as Sonya was bad. Yeah. This is next level. This is even worse. I think so. Wow. Yeah, that's so, upsetting. I don't they like got, that I, I really would prefer that they stop doing that. Yeah. I know it's I know it's like a marketing strategy or something. But right, like, right. They can run a commercial and attach this celebrity to it and right, maybe but, but I think bring in people yeah. who wouldn't have been into the franchise. Like maybe. Because like, I'm not I buying the game the because of a celebrity. You know what I mean? I think the idea is just that some people might. Yeah, but it's really bad. She's really, really bad at voice acting. What a shame. Yep. So that, oh, and, well. and Natara is such a cool character, so no, like to well. have her sound like that. Well, Natara's Natara. But. All right. <laughs> let's, uh, let's, let's talk, yeah, let's, yeah, let's yeah. stay I'll on the topic the of, uh, okay, well. of video games a little bit. Okay. All right. A little bit of drama. What are you thinking? Have you heard about, uh, Unity? Oh, mm. Unity. Give you a little yeah. Rick James. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, I have. It's, uh... So for those of you who don't know, wild. Unity yeah, is a, a game engine very akin to Unreal. Yep. Um, it's it's probably one Super of the... Super popular Yeah, nowadays. I would say, I would say it's, it, you know, Unreal and Unity are kind of the big two. Unity tends to be used a lot for uh, non-first-person shooter type games. It gets a lot of use in, like, your mobile game market. I would say it's more geared towards your indie market as well. Yep. Like, Unreal, yep. you get a lot of AAA titles using Unreal. Yeah, exactly. But Unity came out with a new pricing structure. 
Yeah, that so, they did. So, so just to be clear, the way that these engines work is you generally don't pay an upfront fee for the engine. Right. But you pay based on the amount of uh, copies of... Well, they, the way they phrase it is the amount of licenses you sell. Okay. So basically the amount of copies of games that get sold, right? They get a right, cut of right, the games. Right. And that's generally how it works with Unreal 2 is they get a percentage of, of you know, sure. the games. Which is, you know, that's fine. Because yep, then it allows, it allows oh, you to works. scale. It allows you to grow as you grow. Right. Right. Unity has decided now, though, that they want to change the, the, the rules a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, they're doing it as a per download. So thing. so you could buy the game. Yes. And download it on maybe you have two different computers. You got a laptop, you play on the go, and you get your desktop. Right. You download it on your desktop, they get a cut. You yep. download it on your laptop, they get a cut. Mm-hmm. That is Yeah, dis- keeping keeping in mind that the developer hasn't been paid a second time. Right. The developer doesn't get a second cut. No, just their initial. So, and really, if you take it to its worst, worst degree where it's gamified, you have people downloading things on virtual machines. Now, like, the damage just deals to small developers. Yeah. It well, to, game, can't be, to gaming in general. Sure, though. sure, sure, sure. It hurts everyone, but it's disproportionate. Like, you know what? That's going to aggravate larger like double a studios that use unity for development that's aggravating it cuts into their bottom line but if you're a small game dev yeah using unity and say people who use like platforms like itch.io all that people who may be making a dollar or less per copy of the game they sell in the first place yeah unity will now actually bankrupt you to use right. as you're getting charged more oh everyone everyone's just gonna move to unreal want. yeah it's an insane move it's like one of the greediest decisions it's that you know what it is is it it just seems like these people these corporations are so out of touch it's the same thing that dean that happened with D when they tried to revoke the uh um the license now how deep have you like uh dove into all the unity shit so I, I was doing a deep dive like yesterday not not really super deep involved. i know i i think this came about because they're they're what do they have like a new ceo that that used to work for ea or something yeah yeah he, he was actually fired he was too greedy for ea yeah too greedy for ea that's insane now there was a great channel on youtube i believe it's called upper echelon that did a video on it and i watched a little tids you know bits and pieces from throughout yeah I'm not going to remember anyone's names because they're all like corporate suits and I don't care to remember any names. No, you don't, you know, they're part of the simulation. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, let me lay it out for you. Yeah, hit that, me. The old guy, boy that we're talking about, the one who made this decision. Yeah. One, one of his, like, he's on record. What, during his time at EA, he was talking about, you know, if you have a guy, he's been playing Battlefield or Call of Duty or whatever it is for the past six hours. And he gets a pop-up. Hey, we, we need to charge you a dollar to reload. He's not, like, worried about the cost at that time. That guy should be uh, banished. 
Yeah, yeah. You need to pay a dollar to reload. Like, I know we don't banish people, but we yeah, should probably yeah. banish Bring that guy. Bring back banishment. Yep. He needs to be banished to the waste. Yeah. Yep. What a horrible human being. Yeah, so that that's exactly the kind of person we're dealing with, and now he's involved with Unity and all this going on. Get this as well. Just before the announcement, he sold off a ton of his Unity stock. Of course he did, because he knew what was going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He knew exactly you know the, the effect you know, his I, announcement I would, was going to have. If I was, um, which you know, sounds like insider trading to me, but yeah, what do I know? Yeah, I was going to say if I if I was the FCC, I would probably look into what you know. What is he going to buy it back now that it's crashed, and then you know, renege on the on the I don't know idea of it, and the stock goes back up. Because that, to me, is insider trading. It's yeah. all insider trading, but the FTC really has to have a uh, a handle on these guys. Oh, like, yeah. We need to start holding these pieces of shit accountable. Yeah, I know. They, instead of just giving them a $1,000 fine that they no. made. No, no, no. A hundred times that with their bullshit. Anyways, right, if no. Not more. And the, 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 the fines need to scale based on. The crime. Exactly. And, and the net worth of the individual. Right, right. You know, because like hitting hitting someone, the way they do it in like the Netherlands is it's based on your yearly, like a speeding ticket is based on your yearly income. Really? So it's like, say it's like 3% of your yearly income or so, like whatever it is, whatever the number is. Right. So like for you and me, it still hurts. Well, yeah. That's but it's, 3%. you know, but it's but like it whatever it is. just as bad it for hurts, the billionaire. Exactly. It hurts just as bad for the billionaire. And right that's now good. the way the I system like is though, is it doesn't. I like, like that a lot. Like a speeding ticket for a billionaire in in the United States is nothing. Yeah, they don't care. But if it, if it was scaled, it would. Good. Yeah. So, and to keep going, it because this is actually a deeper rabbit hole than I gave it credit for. Oh wow. So I, it's like Ironworks or Steelworks was this uh, other company that they had recently merged with Unity. Yep. And as a part of that merger, they brought on a couple of other execs from that company. If you never heard of them, they're that the Ironworks or Steelworks. It's Ironworks, I think. Ironworks, thank you. Uh, they're basically a app monetization. Uh, yeah, like JoyTap or whatever company. Right, yeah. right, 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 right. So they recently brought on a couple of their execs onto the board and everything after they acquired them. Uh, those people also sold out their stock and we're only recently hearing about that uh, just before the announcement. A little strange. <laughs> now, get this. It, it goes further. Yep. Because Ironworks had had a competitor company, I game something, game time, whatever. I don't know the name. The point is, it, it's just a fairly popular uh, service to use for monetizing like mobile games, all that you know, games that use Unity, right? But you've but, but, but I'm sure a lot of us have played mobile games and mm -hmm. they're the most toxic, sure, 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 sure. But here's where I'm going with it get this if you now use the Ironworks service instead, you get a waiver that means you don't have to get the Unity charges, yeah. So you basically trying to kill one of their competitor services at, you know, at the same time with all this. So yeah, you have the insider yeah. trading, 
You have trying to monopolize the industry. Yeah, trying to crush their competitor and monopolize the industry, and you know, stifling small devs and you know, worsening the market for gamers in general. Yeah, Unity is fucking terrible now. Yeah, it's 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 really disheartening because it seems like it's it seems like it crosses industries as well. Like it's yeah. not just video games and software. It's it's movies and copyright right. and everything. And everything it's just like, is trying to be more monetized. Everything's trying to be more monetized and they're as a result, they gatekeep much heavier. And the backlash as a is result, continually terrible. As a result, things become less creative. Right. Like it's it it doesn't when you, when money becomes the focus Right. Everything suffers. Yeah, everything gets fucking worse. Right. It's crazy. money is money should always just be a byproduct. Right. You know, you shouldn't be do in the games industry unless you love games. Right. And and it's, to not, a, it's listen simple, to a degree. But, you know, that's the way it is. To a degree, you and I may be a little hypocritical because sure. even going to a con and making things that are in right. But that being said, it's usually shit we like. I was going to say, I don't think there was anything that we sold yesterday that I'm not into. Right. Yeah. I mean. Like, I may make, like, here's the thing. I may make something that's, you know, I like the anime, but I may not make it normally. Yeah. But if it's in right now, I'll make it. But I but I do like it. It's not like I'm not into it. Right. You know? Yeah, if we're selling a, a Demon Slayer shirt or something, I've watched Demon Slayer. We're that not, show's we're great. not though, I love because it. obviously copyright law prohibits us from selling Demon Slayer shirts. <laughs> right? 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 Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, of it's course. Just, it's just, uh, it's really, really messed up. It's really, really, really messed up, and it's 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 just stifling creativity, and it's creating these behemoth corporations that are just doing shittier and shittier things to people. Right. I mean, like you said, it, it spans industries. Look at Netflix. Yep. They try to crack down password chain because they want more and more people to subscribe, and it has the opposite effect. Just people quit the service. People right. walked away from it. They're like, all right, Netflix is dead. Who cares? They forget. I I guess I. You know what I truly think happens. They forget how important word of mouth advertising is. Yeah, yeah. It's true. I don't know. It's a bummer. I hope Unity gets destroyed. I, it's just crazy. Every exec has their head fully up their ass right now. No one's looking. Oh, greed is so out of control. Right. No one has their like fucking finger on the pulse. They're not looking at what how people are reacting to any of this. Whatever. It's uh, it's insanity, but you know, uh, we get to watch Unity crash and burn. Yep, that's fun. Yep. Not um, really, but so let's let's shift gears because there was one other one other piece of uh news that kind of came out this this week that I thought was at least something that we would normally cover anyway. Okay, okay. Uh, so hide from that '70s show. Oh, Danny Masterson. Hide. Yeah, Danny Masterson. Thirty. Years in prison. Wow. Good. I agree. Good. Yeah. But but he. Do you know how egregious you have to be? He's a Scientologist. Yeah. And Scientology has great lawyers. Yeah, they sure do. 
do you know how egregious your crimes have to be to get 30 years in prison with those kind of lawyers? Yeah. He is. I, I might have a better idea than many people. He is. Having worked in, you know, some little law stuff myself. The worst. Yeah, he's, he's the evil. worst. And 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 then and then Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher come out in support of him. Yeah. Try to ask for leniency Holy for cow. him. And then you Crazy. heard that stuff that came out about Ashton Kutcher now? No. Tell me tell me what came out. Now oh, so Lord. so obviously this is hearsay. Okay. None of this is confirmed. Right. Some of it is confirmed, but none of it is, you know, we're not we're not accusing anybody of anything. It's all okay, hearsay. Okay. So I guess when he was starting out. Right. Right. He was supposed to go on this date with this girl. Okay. She got murdered. Holy shit. <laughs> and he not where I expected this to go. Yeah, and apparently he he was a witness. So he was a witness to her murder? Well, yeah, I guess the prosecution used him as a witness or whatever. Holy shit. But then one of the accusers of Danny Masterson was like, Hey Ashton, I know something that would bury you from this night, which was the night that the chick got murdered, so it's just like Really? What does that mean? Yeah, what what the fuck is that about? Talk about a fucking hole. But here's shit. the here's the thing. I, I'm sure being that famous fucks your head up, right? Sure. But like I, I can level. only Yeah, I can only look at it from like my experience. Right. What you've lived. If I if I did anything like that I think I'd try to be as low profile. Yeah, as yeah, you would be like, you know what? Maybe I should stop this celebrity thing. Yeah. So he, um, yeah, so if they, I've got like a potential murder under I my know, belt. Crazy. So he, so they came out. They wrote the article. Mm -hmm. And I don't know if you know this either. Ashton Kutcher was a board member of a, of a company that tried to stop child yeah, sex I knew trafficking, that. and it's just like. You're going to come out in support of a convicted, rapist. multiple, a serial rapist. Yeah. Well, they well, did a show together. So. Well, you're on the board of a anti-child sex trafficking operation. Yeah, but, you know, they, they did a show together and, you know. Yeah, he's not on the board anymore. Yeah, that's what you would hope. Yeah, they they should be what ostracized. But, but it, you know what it is? With with communication and the internet being what it is now, mm -hmm. we're getting a closer look at all of these celebrities, right? And and realizing just how yeah, it's harder to bury shit how, nowadays. Just how ugly a lot of them are. Yeah, it's like every other day. And like, look, not to fall into a tabloid type shit, but it is every day you have some celebrity just go out and either do some truly irredeemable shit. Or they'll pop off about how they don't give a fuck about any of the people who put them where they are. Or even the shit like well, it, like what Oprah and The Rock were doing in Maui. Like, what the fuck? It's bizarre. It's bizarre. I mean, I think the elite of America, at the very least, has reached this point where they truly f feel untouchable. Yeah, it's... Above they, they consequence. Don't, I'll tell you one thing. They don't feel like people to me no no they they don't think they have to abide by the same rules the same laws and 
to be honest, I mean, a big reason they fail way is that in a lot of cases, it's true. It's a shame. It's just crazy because, like, I I don't know how you lose common decency if you had it. If you had it, I know some right. people just never had it. If you were raised with, with like good parents, you like taught to be a good person for like, sure. But I don't know how you lo- outright outright lose. That just gets decency. hammered out of your head by what? Doing a show by being a celebrity, having money. What is it? Right. That like, just like oh, disconnects the world you. has given you unabashed love. Right. And in return, you've become a monster. I mean, especially if you look in the case of like an Ashton Kutcher and like Mila Kunis, all that. Because, look, whatever comes out about them, you know, is going to change how they're looked at completely. Yeah. But for a long time, they were looked at as like, wow, this is the gold standard for celebrities. Like said, Ashton Kutcher being on the board for an anti-child trafficking yeah, like really you know, trying to do good shit. Right. A lot of times when you heard them get talked about, it was just as an example of, look at this, celebrities using their influence and money to do the right thing. Right. All the other celebrities should strive to be like this. So like, and now- The, the problem how is, does it this change? is the problem. I understand if they were friends with Danny, wanting to be there for your friend. Right. But what you did was you asked a judge for leniency after he was convicted. Right. And beyond that, once he's convicted, I mean, he's been proven beyond. A reasonable I, doubt that he is a, a serial law. rapist. Right. That should make you reevaluate your friendship with this person before it makes you say, well, he's really cool. So, you know like, you, let's you know maybe not punish him that you say that when bad. you find that out? Ah, uh, well, I guess, you know, you can. You never you know. You never really know someone, right? right. Exactly. That's, that's what you're supposed to find. That's right. the normal reaction to that. Not, I stick by you. And then you cut the serial rapist out of your life right. because of what they are and who they are. Right. So that, that to me was... Oh, it's it's insanity. Oh, I don't get just, it. Just, what, I, it, it was outer yeah. space. Outer space. Starfield outer space. Well, I was thinking, uh, Jesus. speaking of outer, outer space... Mm-hmm. The Mexican government. Oh Lord, yeah, yeah, yeah. Had a pretty big announcement. <laughs> Where, like, oh, we live in thing. a cartoon. Humanity's huge on aliens again. I know, but we live in a cartoon kind of too, though. You think that's there's got to be a reason for that, right? Like, it's just a distraction. Probably, <laughs> but it's kind of cartoonish. <laughs> like, for the most part, a lot of shit's going downhill, you know. Oh, by oh the alien thing. Yeah. So it, I think it goes one of two ways. Either it's like a they're trying to distract with how horrible it all is. Right. There's a lot of turmoil. That's where I go with right. it. Right. That's kind of where I go to turmoil in the world. But there's also fun, this thing in the back of my head where it's like, what if in like what if they know in like five years like aliens are gonna be like a presence that you just that's and what you just, want and they're trying to like ease us ease us into it right. Like, I, I think it could go that way, too, you know? I don't know. Well, that's the I, only two ways I can look, see it going. So long as they're friendly, that's the preferable way. But, like, I don't think so. I think it's just... I'm not saying... It, hey, listen, look, the global fucking state is that shit. Things are I, shitty. I'm not saying either way. But all I'm saying is I think it's being used to distract. But oh, there yeah. is a part of me that is just like, 
Maybe they know they're I coming. Want, I want that one. That could be cool. Yeah. That did, could be like a different- We're going to be living in a sci-fi world. Yeah. Things have just gotten so shitty that we're just going to do a sci-fi reboot. Yeah. We're just going to switch genres and move along. Yeah. Yeah. We, we were in like a weird like 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 dramedy or something, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Like it was it. like an unfun modern drama. Yeah. And now we're going to just do a sci-fi reboot. Perfect. I can get on board with that. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. Yeah. The AI's getting on board and we've got aliens. Yeah. Yeah, we're there. I don't know. It, it has been a wacky. It's been a. It's been an interesting. Uh, I'm tired. I don't want to live in interesting times anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it was cool for a while. And now yeah. it's getting like a like little, when I was younger. Like, like oh, you know, all right, I all right. coming up in the '90s, I was like, oh, I want some interesting shit. To oh happen. yeah, yeah, yeah. As a kid, you're like, hey, I need the adventure. Yeah. I want the world to be like this cool, exciting yeah. place. The universe hears that and goes. All right, buckle the fuck up. And yeah, then it's yeah. just like year after year, oh, shit gets Oh, you wanted cra- adventures, kid? Yeah, nonstop. Yeah. It's like, yeah, but can we stop now? <laughs> How about multiple economic collapses, aliens, yeah. AI, world right. war? And I'm just sitting here going like, I would much, Plague. I would, <laughs> I'd, re- I'd much prefer to be Thanos at the beginning of of, of Endgame <laughs> than fucking. <laughs> oh shit! I don't yeah, know. It's, it's crazy. A fucking weird one. But... Yeah, we live in a hellscape. I don't know, but 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 with that, let's put this one to bed. All right. All um, right. All right. All right, Paul. What do you what do you got going on? Look, you know. Uh, I'm waiting on a capture card, but I think we're gonna do a little bit of fighting game. To- Fighting game content, especially once I get this old uh, MK1. I just want to be clear. If that ends up happening, I'm okay at the game. Yeah. Paul just always seems to pick characters that beat the piss out of me. No, 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 no. That that was valid for MK11. (laughs) That was not valid for Street Fighter. I picked the worst character in the game. I know. I was psyched out, though. Um. All right, guys, so that's episode 71 of the cast. You know where we're at. CatalystCrafting.com is the main website. Catalyst Creations NH is the Etsy store. Uh, we're going to be coming to some cons. We got Northeast Comic Con coming up in oh, November. We're all over the place now. Um, but, Come but, check us out. Yeah, what do you guys think? I mean, are you playing Starfield? Are you having any trouble getting into it like me? Or are you fucking sailing the universe? Um, I know I am. Yeah. <laughs> do you... Uh, do you think Unity is garbage? Should that executive be banished? Yeah. What does banishment look like to you? Uh, they given a shirt? No. No shirts for them. Oh, is right. Danny Masterson... Uh, should he ever see the light of day again? And uh, what do you think? I mean, uh, are the aliens coming? What are those does Ashton hold? Yeah. I mean, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's the keeper do? of secrets. Yeah. Um... I mean, are those mummified alien corpses real? Yeah, are they real mummies? Are they real mummies? Is uh, that what Ashton knows? Yeah, I think he does. I think he knows the truth. Boop, 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 yeah, we'll put the, this episode of X-Files to bed on that one. Oh, yeah, for sure. All right, crew. We'll catch you on the next one. <laughs>